Hello, my name is Maurice Harker. What you're about to listen to is a clip from a live training session with either an individual or a group who are anxiously engaged in recovering their marriages. Please listen to several of the recordings in this podcast, and then, when you are ready, seriously consider attending the live weekly trainings from your home via webinar. My ability to provide enough individual and marriage therapy sessions has become very limited, so I created the marriage repair workshops so I could serve more people at a lower cost for you. So please, when you're ready, investigate your options at www.lazaruslectures.com. That's L-A-Z-A-R-U-S-L-E-C-T-U-R-E-S.com. I look forward to meeting you and to serving you well. I would love to play a part in decreasing your pain and increasing your happiness. See you soon. Let me break that into pieces, if you don't mind. What are you providing in those moments? And then I'm going to ask you what you're protecting, and then I'm going to ask you what you're presiding. So in a moment like that, what are you providing? Safety. Okay. Providing her safety so that she can work through the pain that she's in um, and that she feels like I'm a safe person she can do that with. And also nurturing and encouragement to speak through it and talk through it. And the comforting space that what she's talking about is something that you can validate and nurture so that she can finish working through it. little balm on that wound of hers. You already mentioned what you're doing to protect because you're creating safety by doing that. And in what way is this also presiding? Can you identify how it's also presiding? Hmm. If you can't, I can for you. Like, I kind of feel I like I, I know it's presiding and I can feel that it's presiding, but to put it to words, I'm I'm at a loss for words for Maurice. Okay. Anybody can help him figure out how that type of interaction is a presiding behavior? Can you figure, can you see it? So presiding is leading the conversation. She's not the one who brought the empathy to the conversation. She's not the one that pulled the conversation that direction. You are. You are the one who brought the empathy and pulled it in that direction. She wouldn't know which she's, do I protect myself? Do I lean into the converse? Do I retreat? Do I invest myself into it? By you bringing the empathy and pulling the conversation that way, you led it towards a growing experience. That's the presiding. Okay. All right, brethren, before we finish today, I want to give you a tool. Some of you have seen this before, and some of you have a silly name for it. I don't know who came up with Nini Fifi, okay? All right, but uh, someone came up with that phrase, but I prefer notice it, name it, flip it, find it. Let me walk you through how this tool is used. All right. There you are minding your own business, and something happens that throws you off, Okay. This is the shortest step. This is just an alarm. Something is wrong. I'm off. It's wise for us to have a 
familiarity. Most of us men are usually off in certain ways uh, that are predictable. I myself am usually off with overwhelm, frustration, and irritation. Those are my three most dangerous emotions. Um, I strongly suggest people to say hello to Satan at this point. Hello, you're back. I can see that you're here to try to bring frustration to me again, to bring irritation again. Um, remember that the only time I feel this way is when Satan is present because the woman I married to would never insult me or overwhelm me on purpose. She's a good woman and does not intentionally want to cause me emotional pain any more than I would want to do so to her. If she is not trying to stimulate this emotion in me, then who is it? Who's trying to get me to feel overwhelmed? Who's trying to get me irritated? Who's trying to get me frustrated? I have already figured out in advance that it is always the leader of the dark side who always wants to mess up my marriage, the jerk. Okay. So brethren, you want to be practice noticing the way you practice noticing a satanic attack is you have observed it from the past and you've watching for it. So take a look at yourself and identify which emotions that are not helpful are most likely to surface as I'm interacting with my wife. I'm embarrassed to say it's almost always the same for all of us, which is frustration, irritation, or overwhelm. Okay, you might have a different one like anger or fear or shame. What's most important is you know which one yours is. When she doesn't reply to my messages, I feel this. When she doesn't say thank you, I feel this. When she ignores me, I feel this. So make a list of the most common, not helpful feelings you have. Second step, as fast as you can, pull off your menu and name it. Like, which one is it? Is this overwhelm? Is it frustration? Is it irritation? If you can, if at all possible, write it down. I'm now experiencing frustration. I'm now experiencing irritation. I'm now experiencing overwhelm. Whatever yours is, just quickly write it down. Okay? Now, before you're in one of these battles, you practice getting ready for it the same way athletes get ready for a sporting event. Say it's football, and we know that the other team is going to run this one play, and we're going to name it Jackson 5 or something like that. We've named it. This is when they do their this with their running back and this with their receivers. We have a name for it. Flip it is your plan in response to that that is edifying, productive, and effective. What am I going to do if I'm overwhelmed? I'm going to flip it into clear-headed, stable, peaceful. That's my plan is I'm going to get that way. If I'm irritated, I'm going to do the opposite of that. So flip it means the opposite. I'm going to be calm, uplifting, and edifying. If I'm scared, I'm going to flip it into courage and slow confidence so I can tiptoe into that forest even though I'm scared. So everyone, anyone having any confusion yet, we name the feeling that shows up when she does that one thing. Everybody have their one thing. You should have at least 10 one things. Okay. Look for the name of the feelings you have in those moments and then flip it. And then we find it, okay? Find it is a series of thoughts, feelings, and behaviors that bring the new feeling. Like, for instance, in my case, 
If I feel overwhelmed, okay, I flip it to I want to feel calm, clear-headed, and present instead of overwhelmed. So what do I need to do to feel calm, clear-headed, and present? I have a ritual where when I get home, I take about 30 seconds in the car before I get out of the car. And I start thinking about what could happen when I get in the house. And I go, okay, if it's loud in there, here's what I'm going to do. If it's silent treatment in there, here's what I'm going to do. If my daughter's doing some funky teenage girl thing, can't say that anymore because she turned 20 yesterday. I no longer have a teenage daughter. I'm going to have to get used to that. I know. It's been 10 years that I've had a teenage daughter, and now I don't. Okay? So... I've got a plan and I'm going to stay calm, stable, and smooth when I go into this. Calm, stable, smooth, calm, stable, smooth. And like an athlete, I'm not going to let circumstances knock me off balance. I was a wrestler. You may have your sport. You've got to know how to keep your feet underneath you no matter what goes on around you. And then we practice it and practice it and practice it and practice it. Okay? Brethren, if you've never done this before, I invite you to get a piece of paper out, read through these steps carefully. If you need to get a coach, okay, you can hook up with Shannon. You might hook up with Paul if he's available. We've got Guy. We've got a handful of guys here who've been practicing this stuff for a long time. Just put it in the chat if you want to and say, I would like a workout partner. And throw your name and email address in there. And switch the email addresses and get together with each other and do, let's do some notice it, name it, flip it, find it workouts so that you guys can practice this. You're going to be using this a lot for the next 10 weeks. You're going to experience a lot of unwanted emotions. You're going to get kicked in the teeth. You're, it's going to be hard. And if you don't learn how to retreat, regroup, and make a plan and then try again, you're going to fall apart. Okay, before we finish up, I hope I was slightly insulting. I want to be a little provocative with this. If you're not acting upon what you know you need to do out of fear, then you're experiencing, you're experiencing trauma. We have to, brethren. Captain Roni ran around with his banner for their lives and for their wives and for their children. And if you study it closely, the men he was waving the banner to were men who had already been to war and had already seen blood and guts and who already had been injured. So they had a legitimate reason to be scared. These were not newbies. These were men who had felt pain and fear. You men have felt pain and fear. But the only people he can wave his banner to is you. You're the only one who can have the courage to rise above the legitimate reasons to be scared and do it right anyway. Jesus was the great example. He didn't want to do it. It really scared him. But because of his identity and his purpose, he fulfilled his calling anyway. You are a presider, you are a provider, you're a protector. No matter what she does, do those things correctly anyway. Is there any comments I should look at really fast? Despair. Oh, we got someone throwing a phone number there. Did, any more example? Find it examples. What do you As say? As a presider, it's up to me to take the risks. 
Yes, that is correct. We need to be the one that takes the bullet, brethren, not throw her out in front. I hear the phrase with new guys, well, I'll try something scary after she does. What are you doing? Run into the Vietnam force with a woman in front of you? Okay. If she goes first, I'll take a bullet. All right, brethren, I got to hit the road. Go be awesome. Thanks for your hard work. Hello, you've just finished listening to one of our episodes of Memoirs of an LDS Therapist. It's important to me that you have a chance to get more and more of these principles. We kept this brief because you probably have a busy life, but there's so much more. So please listen to the rest of these episodes and look for ways to apply them to your life. And ready f- when you're ready for some deep and complex training, please look us up at lifechangingservices.org, specifically the marriage repair workshops and the Lazarus lectures. I look forward to seeing you in those more advanced trainings.